<laughs> yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. Husk, what's up? Living your truth. I know what I want and I know what I need. Living my truth is really hard, but it's setting me free. Ain't got no time for the faking, cause the love is the point. The love, if they baby. knock me down, then I, I get up. Dust myself off, love myself in the best way. They want you to fall and have nothing to say. Don't make a move, don't make a move, don't make a sound. Don't make a sound. I've come too far, I've come too far to give up now. I know that's right. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. Welcome back to the show. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. How's everybody doing? What's up top in the middle? I see y'all down there. Oh, man. Happy to be here. Welcome back to the show. Excuse me. We are talking about sobriety today. And yes, I know a lot about sobriety. I know a lot about what it takes to go there. I know a lot about what it takes to just, man, stay present in that space. Um, Sobriety is a long road. It's the road that keeps on giving and keeps on going. It's a journey that you must be present for. I wrote that in the description of today's show. That's just the beginning. There's much more there. Please feel free to go check out the description of the show. Um, Staying present for sobriety. For myself, what that means is, you know, I can't ever think that I have it figured out. There are no days off. Uh, the minute I think that I have it figured out, I feel for me, I'm done, done as an over. Um, and that is why it takes a lot. It takes, you know, being clear for me, clarity breeds organization. If I can be clear, then perhaps I can organize my, in my head, my chaos, my mess, right? Organized chaos. So for myself, it has a lot to do with acquiring not only methods but tools that help me stay focused and alert and aware during recovery from addiction there are often times when we need a boost to start our day or give us motivation to keep on going me i'm a self-motivator so for me i i i go to a quiet space you know i look at my day and see what is ahead of me um, versus, you know, I look at my list of things I want to do and then things I need to do. And then, you know, the wish list. Um, and so the motivation for me, it comes from giving myself the opportunity to still be living through sobriety, not drinking, not drugging. I've given myself back a lot of time. I've given myself back opportunity. I've given myself back the opportunity to create new memories. Um, there's, there's a lot that, again, it keeps on giving. During these times, we may turn to spiritual practices or sobriety quotes for some inspiration. Those are some of the things I've done. Um, I love quotes. I'm actually doing a book on quotes. Just a, a pet project of mine, but I really dig quotes. Um, words are powerful, whether they are written down read to you or on a video screen or television prompter. So quotes are pretty cool. Um, 
I have a lot of my own quotes that I use that keep me focused, that keep me on the straight and narrow. One of those quotes is, success is a choice, not an accident. For me, that's a mindset. It's a complete mindset. It's a mindset that tells me everything I either put in my body or drink, if I want to achieve that, then I got to be aware of what I'm drinking, what I'm eating. I even got to be aware of the people I'm around. I got to be aware of the energy or energies that I may be around, right? And not just others, mine as well. I often say protect your energy to my oldest daughter, our oldest daughter, Alira. What's up, baby? And um, in fact, I say it to both the girls often. What's up, Callie Ro? And it's very, to me, it's serious. And I believe they understand. Protecting your energy is important. You know, many times we, uh, we have friends or family members who come over and they'll just dump on us. You know, we will be their soundboard. It's okay. Nothing wrong with that. And then after they are done and they leave and the evening's over or the afternoon's over. Sometimes you may feel weighed down. I know I have. That's what I'm talking about. The transfer of energy. Sometimes and we all know people who come around and they could just change the weather around you. Because they have a whole lot going on or maybe they have nothing going on. Some people come in blowing that bad energy. Others come in sucking it out. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. We'll be right back. Sit tight. We're paying some bills and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the show. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. I am him. Welcome back. Today we're talking about sobriety. I know a lot about that. Uh, It'll be 10 years, April 23rd this year. So I'm excited to uh, approach that milestone. It's 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 uh, it's sobering, actually, because I can't believe it's been ten years since I've had alcohol. Yeah. Anyways, do sobriety quotes actually help addiction recovery? According to Delamere.com, staying sober on a daily basis, we experience our full range of emotions naturally. There will be times of worry, hardship, boredom, anger, and sadness to add to the mix of joy, contentment, freedom, and gratitude. Sobriety is a very beautiful thing and a miracle to be celebrated. Yet, there will undoubtedly be times when we do not feel this is the case and need a little encouragement or nudge in the right direction. Motivational sobriety quotes and inspirational recovery quotes can help to direct our thinking to a more useful and purposeful one that can also help to guide an already positive outlook. Yeah. Thank you, Delamere.com, for that. Powerful, right? Yeah. See, another one of my mantras, visualize, plan, execute. If I can see it, I can plan it. If I can plan it, I can do it. Therefore, I can execute. That level of being present, that level of accountability, the level of discipline that goes into that cannot be played with. 
I have to show up every day. And sometimes between you and I, I don't want to. Why? Sometimes I just don't feel like it. Fortunately for me, I don't no longer have that luxury because of how I think, because of my mindset. I'm always moving with a sense of urgency. Sometimes it works for me, sometimes it doesn't. It's up to me to manage that. That's why sobriety comes into play. It's not just about being, and it's not like you're boring being sober. That's not, I know I'm not boring. That's, that's the furthest from it. Um, I think some people may think that. They may think it's an undesired uh, vibe or place to be in. Others may not think that. They may be like, hell yeah, I'm sober. That's what's up. Because the world's changing and things are moving fast. And so guess what? We got to be present for it. But I do understand at times people want a little head change. That's what I used to call it. Want a little head change. Just want to kind of, you know, forget about things for a moment or two or 24. <laughs> I'm just saying that's how I would roll with it. Um, now I realize that I probably lost a whole lot during those party days and months and years. No regrets. Um, you know, because if I change one thing, I change everything. And life is about learning, living, living, learning. And I've been fortunate to do both. I've, I've failed miserably many times only to get back up and knock it out the park. And I've realized that, like, that's one thing I can take away from being sober. Like, walking through my life, the peaks and the valleys, all the windy roads, um, the waterfalls too, I've been able, like, to really point to certain moments events in my life and say ah yeah either i got it there or no i didn't get it there so it's good to be clear at times especially if you're having a bad time that's one thing i, I was i'm not good at you know there's certain things i'm not good at and how i manage my stressors i'm working on that that's one thing i'm not very good at so being clear-minded helps me to be honest with myself and say hey you know what you need more help with that right there. Today, we're talking about sobriety, man. And what that is, perhaps to me, and hopefully if what I'm saying resonates with you, then excellent. If it doesn't, excellent. You just learned something new about Tavares today. Uh, what is the gift of sobriety? According to the HazeldenBettyFord.org, the first gift of sobriety is the treasure of acceptance, which is absolutely vital to our long-term happiness it allows us to see the things we once disliked about our circumstances, ourselves and other people for what they are without trying to constantly fix them. Thank you, HazeldenBettyFord.org. That's pretty strong right there, right? Yeah, yeah. See, when I was like always drinking and always just partying, living, you know, living my life, doing what I was doing, promoting clubs and parties and, you know, going there and not only getting paid, but having a good time. Um, a lot of false pretenses come into play. A lot of falsehoods is what comes to mind for me. Um, a lot of long nights well into the next days. Um, you know, that's what comes to me. A lot of bad eating, poor rest. Not much nutrition going on in those days. Uh, we were running on fast food and ugh, alcohol, just 
thinking about that it just makes my stomach kind of turn and that's look that's just me right now i'm not shading anybody if that's what you do do your thing hey we're all about inclusion here not exclusion at the living your truth with tavara show um i'm just at a different place in my life and so when i think about those things and and that and, and those times um they're not all bad just when i think about the food and the drinks together it makes my stomach kind of do a triple indie off the double axle <laughs> anyways I'm laughing at myself. Um, the gift of sobriety is a gift, as I said before, that keeps on giving. Just my opinion. Um, because there's so many things that I'm able to do now that I wasn't able to do before. There's many things I'm still having to repair within myself because of, I believe, you know, a lot of the drinking that I did. Um, my mindset and my body doesn't tell me that, but I'm of the mindset like, you know, all the partying I did didn't come. It wasn't at no cost. And I know that. So I'm very thankful to have my health for sure. I'm thankful to still have all my limbs and be able to talk and breathe and have my eyes, both of them, you know, because those are the things that I took for granted as I was partying. And I didn't think about the things I think about now. And that's how life works, right? That's just how it is. Sobriety is... Something to be celebrated. Um, shout out to everybody, by the way, who knows who either is or knows someone who's currently going through their journey um, of being sober. It's not an easy one. It is not an easy one. It is. Man, I failed over probably a thousand times trying to get sober and just trying to, like, let go of my vices. It wasn't an easy task. But, hey, I knew if I didn't do it, I was going to die. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. We'll be right back. Hey, you guys. Tavares here from Living Your Truth Podcast. I just wanted to say thank you so much to everybody who is on social media showing love. If you've liked a picture on Instagram or you liked a post on Facebook or Twitter, I see y'all. We appreciate it over here. Absolutely appreciate it because that's your time and that's your energy. Please also be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast at. That is important. I want everyone to have access to the show and I don't want you guys to miss any of the upcoming episodes ever. Set your alerts. Be sure to follow. We will follow back. Believe that. I will follow back. I will make sure, okay? <clears throat> Excuse me. And real quick, I don't want to act like things aren't happening over in Ukraine. Things are happening and they're bad. So I just want to send love and to let Ukraine know we stand with them. What you say? I heard it through the grapevine. Remember, practice positive self-talk. Treat yourself. Don't cheat yourself. Welcome back to the show. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. I am him. We are in season five, man. I'm very fired up about it. Today we're talking about sobriety. Y'all know I know about that there. And uh, it's not an easy thing. It's not for the faint of heart. 
You got to be about it. I failed miserably over a thousand times trying to get to it just to do it. And I'm living proof that you can get there. Sobriety is definitely something to be uh, milestones to be celebrated, not to be taken lightly. And here are a few things I can share with you from freed free by the um, What are some of the key sobriety milestones? 24 hours sober. That's big. It may not sound like it in the moment, even in this moment, as I share this with you. But to somebody who's battling with alcohol. To someone who's battling with drugs, someone who loves. What about the person who loves to get high? Like they love the euphoria that comes with it. Mm hmm. The way that dopamine flows through. Oh, yeah. 24 hours can be the difference between life and death. And for that, you get a white or silver chip. 30 days being sober, you get a red chip. 30 days. I remember my first 30 days. I remember my first 24 hours. Shoot, let's be real about it. It sucked. The first 30 days felt like the longest 30 days of my life. It was a bunch of going back and forth in my head. It was straddling the fence. It was like, oh man, you could have one now. It's only been, you know, it's only been 30 days or you just just, just have a little bit. Man, I was playing. I was I was going back in my head trying to play myself out of being sober. And then I got to the 31st day. And so for 30 days sober, you get a red chip. 60 days sober. I remember that. And by the way, I didn't go to AA and finish my treatment in in AA. I went cold turkey. Not everyone can do that. I have been to AA. I have sat in on the meetings. Shout to everybody in AA. Shout to everybody who has failed and gone back to AA and who continues to get up and go. Shout to y'all. Real talk. I know it's a struggle. No, no, I Real talk. I know it's a struggle. Stay at it. Stay with it. If you need someone to give you some motivation, Hit me up here at the show. I'll, I'll give you more information later on how to, how to contact me, but just hit me up at the email. Uh, 60 days sober, you get a gold chip. 60 days for me was still hell. It was tough. And it was false to me because I was like, oh, I got this. But then I, I would see myself eyeballing, like, you know, going just look at the liquor store, just in the direction of the liquor store. You don't know how strong something has a hold on you till you let it go and you just pass by it. Mm. 90 days sober, you get a green chip. And again, this is all according to freebythesea.com. 90 days, three months. At that point, my body was feeling different. I felt like I was healing up inside. I felt like I was becoming more present with myself. I felt like the first 60 days was just a detox. That's what 90 days for me felt like. Um, I believe within myself, I took it a lot more serious because I saw how much time I had got gotten in. But never for once did I take that time for granted because I got to the 91st day. Four months sober, you get a purple chip. Sorry, 90 days sober, you get a green chip. And now we're going on to four months sober. You get a purple chip. At four months sober, I knew that I was on to something. But I still didn't quite understand the magnitude of the journey I was embarking on. 
five months sober, you get a pink chip. At five months, I got a little shaky. I didn't know what to do. I was still hanging out with friends who drank. I think I I actually went to a few uh, pool parties, in fact. And you all know the pool parties be popping. Say that three times fast. Pool parties be pop. Anyways, look, it was tough. I still went to the parties and I still was, you know, at the party. And I remember people just looking at me like, are you really not drinking? Come on, bro. Are you really not drinking? Here, taste this new spritz I made. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a trip how your friends will get at you like that, knowing that you're trying to, like, quit drinking. Friends are a trip. Anyways, four months sober, you get a purple chip. Five months sober, you get a pink chip. At six months sober, you get a dark blue chip. Six months to me was just the beginning. I remember this like it was yesterday. It was just the beginning. I looked back at the five previous months and I thought to myself, wow, am I really at six months? No way. I was a little excited, but not too excited. You know, that kind of excitement where like inside you're like exploding. But outside, you know, you got to keep it cool. And you got to keep it cool because it's, a, it's like the best kept secret. That's how I felt about my six month. Seven months, you get a copper chip. All right now, I like that. Seven months, I was beginning to get a little, I was, I was, I was, I think I was shaken up. I was getting a little scared about what I was looking like to go get into because I knew that, um, I knew that I just passed six months. And to me, the six month window was something that I was trying to, I don't know, I didn't want to celebrate it too much, but I knew that I was on to something. So I guess I was watching just, I was watching how I, how I stepped, where I went, who I was around, the conversations I had. I was watching all of it because it felt like something, you know, I felt like I was, I was my, I was getting shaky. Let's just put it like that. And so I'm gonna leave it right there. But the point is, well, I'll keep going. Okay, so seven months sober, copper chip. Eight months sober, you get a red chip. Nine months sober, you get a purple chip. 10 months sober, you get a gold chip. 11 months sober, you get a green chip. And one year sobriety, you get a bronze chip. After that, the chips are handed out a little more rarely, um, perhaps every year, I believe. Now, while some of these key moments in, in, in sobriety might be celebrated, it's important to understand the journey that it takes to get there. It impor- it's important to understand and not lose sight of the reality of the journey getting sober. Some people have cold sweat nights. Some people are throwing up. Some people are extremely depressed. Some people don't come out of their rooms for days, maybe weeks. Everyone's different. Everyone manages it different. I know that firsthand because I saw it. The meetings for me were very informative. They were very informative. They were helpful. I was able to take that information and go cold turkey And I didn't even know how big a deal it was to go cold turkey. 
I just knew that I prayed on it. That was my last, like that was my, my, that's all I had left to do. I, I tried everything else. I tried everything else. And my last go at this was, okay, I'm going to surrender and pray. And I did that. And I just took it one day at a time, one day at a time, one day at a time. So if you know anybody who's battling and they may be going back and forth, that's a part of the process. I'm not saying to get it confused for someone who's abusing the process. I'm saying the back and forth is a real thing. Be supportive if you can. And sometimes, hey, sobriety comes with tough love. It really does. A lot of my friends, hey, when I showed my ass, they had to get tough with it. And I love them for that. Because without them, without my family, without some of the professionals I was able to meet and talk to, I wouldn't be here right now. There's no doubt about it. I'd be in a box six feet. That and that would be that. Or in a in a in a five by seven behind some cement. So sobriety is a real thing. Make sure you understand exactly who you are before you start to go into it. And I know that's a mouthful, but what I'm saying is don't just do it because it's trendy because it won't stick. Do it because you believe in you achieving it. Don't do it because it's cool and someone you know made it happen for themselves. Do it because you know it's what's the best. You know it's the best move for you. I knew it was the best move for me. I knew it was necessary. I had a very tough time getting there. Yeah, I failed, like I said, over a thousand times. Um, I thought I could really control how much I drank and when I drank. And yeah, mm, not so much because I enjoyed it so much. And that's how I associated it in my life at all times. Hey, if I enjoy something, I want it around. And that's what happened. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. I'll be right back. Hey, Tavares here from Living Your Truth with Tavares. Always take time for your mental health. You matter. You are very important. And many people love having you around. So take the time for your mental health. I know life can get crazy. I know we all get busy. I know we got to be here, there, here. Oh, yeah. And can't forget that meeting. I get it. But take the time to give yourself enough time so that you can cruise along into your day and about your day. There's no need to be playing catch up throughout the day. We all hate that feeling. I know I do. I can't stand rushing. It gets on my last nerve. So I do myself the honor and the privilege of giving myself a bit more time just so that I don't have to rush. There's no need to build up all that angst, all that cortisol inside your body, all that adrenaline. It's not good for you. So give yourself the time and have a great day. We'll see you next week. Welcome back to the show. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. I am him. Hello. Today we're talking about sobriety. It's different for everyone. It looks different on everyone. So please know that. The struggles are different for all of us. Um, and look, 
I still go out. I still have a good time. Me and my wife have a great time. My wife loves bubbles. I pour her bubbles. So it's not like I cannot be around alcohol. I'm fine around alcohol. My choice is just very strong. Like every time I say no to someone like, no, I don't drink. I take more power back. And I've realized that that's the one thing I get back. And I get a piece of me back. I get a piece of my soul back. All the long nights, all the binging, all of that, all that I've given away, all the pieces of my my soul that I've given away. I get a little bit of that back every time I say, no, thank you. And I love that. It's powerful when the freedom of choice is powerful. Please understand that. Please know that. And if you didn't, now you do. And if you did, now you know it again. What is the best definition of sobriety? According to LakeviewHealth.com, sobriety refers to the physiological and psychological state of being unaffected, unaffected, sorry, by the presence of an intoxin. For people who are in recovery from substance or alcohol use, the definition of sobriety is similar to the definition of abstinence. It means living a life free of drug or alcohol use. Some people hear that and say, boring. I get it. I've been there. But I hear that now and I say, more life. I just said it earlier. I get a little bit of back. I get a little bit of me back every time I say, no, thank you. And I love that feeling because that's more I get to have for me. That's more life. That's more love. And not only for me, but for those around me, for the village around me that has been supporting me, I get to give that love back. See, if I'm all used up, I have nothing to give back. Here I live in your truth with Tavares. I have plenty to give because I've been saying no and I've been getting myself back. I've been living my truth. Therefore, I've been getting, you guessed it, a little bit of myself back in return. It's a beautiful thing. It really is. What does sobriety mean in the Bible? Just wanted to share this. It's okay if you're not into it. No worries. It's all good. All about inclusion, not exclusion. Um, freedom from every form of mental and spiritual drunkenness. I'll take that little cliff note right there. Mm-hmm. See, when we're clear, when I'm clear... It allows me to be more in line with my spirituality. Therefore, it allows me to be more in line with my energies, my chakras. It allows me to really be clear when I think two and three steps ahead into the near future. If I'm planning something, how I may execute it. All that for me plays a role. Being sober just isn't a physical thing. It is a mental thing as well because you get to get some of them brain cells back. You get to, you know, rebuild some of them highways we, you know, smoked up or drank up or snorted up. You know what I mean? Like everything comes with a cost. So anything I can do to put some love back into my body, to put some soul back into my body for me, by me, I'm going to do it. Absolutely going to do it because I understand where I've been. I understand what I've done. I understand that nothing comes without a cost. 
Today's show has really had me, you know, I'm glad I did this show because it serves as a reminder of just how close I still am to falling off, as some say, the wagon. I'm only a drink away. Yeah, I'm about to celebrate 10 years, but the reality is, is I'm always a drink away. Even when I get to 20 years, I will still be a drink away. Crazy, right? Like, that's how simple. It's a sip. Not even a full drink, like a sip. A shot. (laughs) And it's over. For me, anyway. For someone else, it can and will be different. For me, I'll lose it all. And I know that. I know that. That is the cost. That's the payment. I better be ready to pay that toll if I cross that bridge. I've drinking a lot. I've done my thing. I've had a great time. Lived a very good life. I've been blessed. I'm blessed to still be breathing and be alive right now. So, will I have another drink? Eh, I don't know. Maybe one day. Just not today. I want to thank each and every single one of y'all who tune in from your beautiful homes, your countries, your cities, your counties, your farms, your cars, wherever you're at. I want to thank you so very much for tuning in and for being a part of season five, Living Your Truth with Tavares. I really, really, really appreciate each and every single one of you guys. If you want to get a hold of me, please email us at livingyourtruthpodcast at gmail.com. If you were on Twitter, I love to say it like that. We are at living, and I mean Twitter. We are at L-I-V-I-N-U-R Truth. If you're on TikTok, Facebook, or Instagram, we are at Living Your Truth Podcast. I thank you for being here with me each and every Saturday. I really do. I appreciate the response. I see the analytics. It's a beautiful thing. I appreciate y'all. I want everybody to have a beautiful rest of your weekend and know that you are worth it okay know that you are worth the hard work it takes to make the change know that i got your back we in this together until the next time be the best versions of yourself and live your truth peace next time on living your truth with tavares isolation do you do this to yourself or others on the next Living Your Truth with Tavares. I believe when it comes to being the best at anything, whether it's the best ball player, basketball, football, or the best golfer, I believe it starts with just wanting to be the best self, the best you. When you're the best you, anything you do will have the best of you infused into it. Therefore, if it's football, making you the best football player. If it's baseball, making you the best baseball player. If it's hockey, making you the best hockey player. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with aspiring to be the best of anything, but we should absolutely be mindful and be sure that when we make those wishes and we create those dreams that being the best self should be at the center of it. That's because when it comes down to it, you're not always going to be a basketball player. 
You're not always going to be a football player. You're not always going to be a hockey golf. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not always going to be these things. But what you will always be is you. Now, those versions will evolve as they should. And so, therefore, being your best self while being you and you going through life and life's evolutions... One thing we could all rest assured is that if we bring our best self because we're being our best selves, then we are going to go through life as our best self. That's why I always aspire to be the best versions of myself every day. Not every day is the same. I feel like I fall short sometimes, but that's where I hold myself. That's how I am accountable to me. It may be different for you and that's okay as it should be. But I'm here to inspire and to motivate and to create spaces and safe places for people to be their absolute best and to invite them to always invite themselves to be their absolute best. There is absolutely nothing wrong with aspiring to be the best versions of yourself. The rest will follow. And so I hope you've enjoyed this moment, this message from me to you. Until the next time, be the best versions of yourself and live your truth. Peace. Be sure to email us at livingyourtruthpodcast at gmail.com. And if you're on Twitter, we are at L-I-V-I-N-U-R Truth. And if you're on TikTok, Instagram, or Facebook, we are at Living Your Truth Podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. Husk. What's up? Living your truth. I know what I want and I know what I need. Living my truth is really hard, but it's setting me free. Ain't got no time for the faking, cause the love is the point. If they knock me down, then I, I get up, dust myself off, love myself in the best way. They want you to fall and have nothing to say. Don't make a move, don't make a move, don't make a sound. Don't make a sound. I've come too far, I've come too far to give up now. I know that's right. This is living your truth.